0: Yeah. Hello, I'm Sarai Kaiser, and I'm Sarah Bakeman, and we are the podcast hosts for the Human Solutions Podcast. Last fall, 2021, we were in a feature writing class, and for the last few months, we worked on a story about a human solution in the Twin Cities. But what exactly is a human solution? A human solution, yes, any person in the Twin Cities that we found wasn't just speaking out about an issue or saying things about an issue they're kind of concerned about, but they're embodying the solution to it. They're implementing solutions into their everyday life. I, for example, wrote a story about a professor who lives in the woods and lives a sustainable lifestyle because he believes so much in that issue. Yeah, and I wrote about a community gardener and activist in St. Paul. And some of our classmates wrote really interesting stories on a physician's assistant working amidst the pandemic, a baseball Hall of Famer who's done some really great work in the community, just some really interesting people. We hope that you listen to the podcast to get a little bit of behind-the-scenes introduction to each story, hear a little bit about why person's a human solution, and then that you're inspired to read the publication. Welcome back to our fourth episode of the Human Solutions Podcast. Yay! My name is Saraya, and I'm your host. And I'm Sarah Bakeman, I'm also a host. And today we have a very, very special very guest. Very special guest. McKenna Cook! Yay. Hello, McKenna. Hello. Um, why don't you tell us about your human solutions?
1: Yeah, so uh, My Human Solution is Tiffany Moore. She has been an American Sign Language teacher for most of her professional career. She started her career um, living with deaf people at the Minnesota State Academy for the Deaf, and through living in the dorms with them, she really um, found a passion. And then later on in life, after she took a break for, for to raise her kids, um, She actually went back to the world of American Sign Language and instead was teaching hearing kids American Sign Language. Um, She really cares about seeing the human in everyone and teaching individuals not to freeze when someone is different than them Mm -hmm. and doing what they can do
0: um, to accommodate. That's really important. Yeah. Did you have any bumps in the road in your process? Like walk us through that a little bit
1: yeah um so i knew going into this project that i really wanted to write about the deaf community because it's a community that's not talked about a lot um i just really didn't know what avenue i wanted to take because with a giant topic that's not talked about a lot there's a million different ways it can go um and recently i've been looking into the field of education and American Sign Language education, and so I thought, um, because teachers have been having such a hard time through COVID and whatnot, it'd be good to hear a positive teacher's story, and Mm -hmm. so, um... I guess that was the main bump for me is really trying to figure out what exactly I wanted to write about from there. Uh, Tiffany was so open and willing to talk to me about her entire life story. Um, So it was really easy to write about and easy to talk to her and really easy to take photos of her too because she's just very expressive um, as American Sign Language is. So it it was cool to witness what she does on a daily basis
0: yeah awesome um what did the reporting process look like
1: yeah um so one of the days i spent basically at matamidai high school um for probably two or three hours just watching her teach um and you know it was—it's weird to be around high schoolers because they're very judgmental. But also, it's weird <laughs> because it's weird because in in an American sign language classroom, specifically in in Tiffany's classrooms, it's silent. And so, as I'm trying to take photos or videos or whatever, my camera keeps like making that little clicking <laughs> noise, and all of these kids are looking at me or like looking up from their phones, like, oh who gosh. is this girl? Um, And she didn't introduce me at the beginning of the class period either. She introduced me to her TA, but then I just kind of like hopped around and she doesn't have like traditional seating. So this is something about American Sign Language classrooms that is important is they sit in kind of a U-shaped seating so they can all see each other. Mm. Um, sense. and so she has a bunch of rolling chairs in her classroom, so they just kind of roll around and talk to each other in these chairs as the class period progresses, and so I kind of had to, like, weave in and out of them with my tripod and my camera, and oh so, my gosh. yeah, that was, that was my reporting
0: process. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, yeah. Now, this is a little, a little silly question, but if you could take your source to any restaurant, where would you go?
1: Oh my goodness, okay, um... Can I pick two? Sure. Okay. These are kind of plugs. Um, (laughs) Maseria. in Washington, D.C. and then also the signing Starbucks in Washington, D.C. because um, I'll start with Mazzaria, it's owned by deaf individuals. Um, everyone there knows American Sign Language um, and if you don't know American Sign Language, they have tablets for you to write on. So basically it's kind of a role reversal in how deaf people live their lives every day. Wow, that's so cool. um, and the same thing goes for the signing Starbucks. So super awesome, a giant corporation like Starbucks Um, really understood the need for a a coffee shop that um, everyone who worked there was fluent in American Sign Language as it's right Mm -hmm. next to the um, fully ASL-emergent university in Washington, D.C. So I would say both of those places.
0: Oh, that's really cool. i would never heard of either of those. That's (laughs) really interesting. Um, What's one thing you've learned from this experience?
1: I've learned that... I, ne- I never need to be worried about switching my career path or trying something different. And even if I feel like I've worked my whole life for one thing and that doesn't work out, it's never too late to go all in um, on something else. Hmm. And it's never too late to, like, your passions change. Your your plans can change too. And um, I really appreciated that openness about Tiffany.
0: Yeah, oh, that's sick well thank you so much mckenna yes, it was great okay. to hear more about you and your human solution <laughs> and you listeners out there tune in next time for our fifth, fifth episode number five <gasps> wow. wow halfway to double digits y'all that's crazy yeah mm-hmm. okay well thank you for listening